This is Two Birds, One Clone, where three college friends bullshit about sports. So we're back. We are here with Al Jack. Well, we're going to keep it going anyway. Um, there's two people in this world, the ones who are on hot streaks and ones who are due for one. For my who's hot, I'm going to say NFL blowout. There's six games decided by 21 points or more this week, and it was just an absolute shit show uh, for – I mean, it was pretty much good teams against bad ones this week. And then uh, for my who's due, I have America's nat- national defenses. Uh, Air Force, Army, and Navy all gave up a combined 117 points this weekend in college football. I mean, like I we saw that meme earlier, the amount of money we're shoving into these programs and they can't even stop a football team. It's kind of makes you scared about we can stop Russia or something like that. No shit. It's scary, but I know I know they'll hold it down. <laughs> um, my who's hot. I'm gonna go Knicks fans. They win oh. one game and they act like they won the fucking NBA finals and holy shit were they fired up about that. They're, they ended up losing their night, I believe, but who cares? They were on a fucking riot. They had a riot there. And if they could get that every win, that'd be so much fun. It's like, I would, I would love to go to the next game. If that was the case, you go down there, just party it up after you win one game. Oh, that yeah. video, uh, it's like, you're talking about like that video, right? Where Yeah. Like, oh my God. Them fans are losing. The their funniest mind. fucking video I've seen in a while. It's so funny. Well, like Nick fans, they're like also like Giants fans or like Mets fans. It's just, I mean, you can even count the Yankees just because of the amount of disappointment. Like New York fans are just so devoted in their sports, but they're so fucking terrible year in and year out. It's awesome. Yeah, like they've been terrible forever. And now that the Knicks like have a pretty solid team that makes playoffs and shit, there's they love it. I think this roster, angry. though, I mean, they're, I think they're a good regular season team in the East. But yeah. This just, yep. Yeah, I agree. Tribulous. My who's due? I'm gonna go Sunday NFL NFL on Sundays. It's like the last two weekends kind of been kind of letdowns haven't been great. A lot of blowouts, like you kind of said. Even the good games been like low scoring and just kind of been boring. Fantasy too. Fantasy's been like rough last couple weeks. So that picks up this week, next couple weeks for sure. But we need it. It's like yeah. I mean, I was the leading scorer in our fantasy league this week, and I only had 120 points. Yeah, no, exactly. That's just something I had. Like, I mean, there's a lot of bye weeks this week, so that plays into it. It was yeah, six, exactly. but still, it's like, yeah. Hopefully, pick pick that up and get rolling again. We need Sundays. Is what we look forward to pretty much every week. Yeah, um, I've even speaking of football, we're gonna hop straight into the football for this week's podcast. Um, then. Stick around near the end. We'll talk about NBA, MLB, you know, all that kind of stuff. But uh, for a week seven recap, the first game we have is yesterday or Monday's game, Saints versus Seahawks. Uh, under betters, a.k.a. Luke, just loved this. Um, just an absolute shit show of a game. I didn't even really watch it. Kind of had it on in the background. But, yeah, I mean, I don't even know what to say about this game. It was just a terrible football game. I actually didn't watch it either. Because I was doing other stuff. I was watching, uh, kind of trying to keep up with the Timberwolves game. And, I mean, when it was Saints-Seahawks, and I didn't have, like, money on it or anything. Who cares, really? Cause Saints aren't that good. Seahawks with Geno are obviously not good. And the score showed it, too. So, I mean, I didn't really watch it. It wasn't an interesting game very, for the most part. But, yeah, there's nothing I can really say about it. The next game we have, uh, the Falcons win the battle of the basement against the Dolphins. And uh, that W, they add that to their win column, joining the Giants and the Jets this year. Like, the Falcons are 3-3. Three and three. And uh, they about Falcon themselves again, though. Uh, but Young Hoku just fucking hit a field goal, saved the game for him. Uh, this was Matt Ryan's 40th game-winning drive in his career. Like, how... I mean, you'd think, like, for somebody who chokes that often, wouldn't have that money. But, yeah, I guess he does. Yeah, this is, a, this is like, like two of the worst teams, but, like, it was one of the best games. So, it's weird. Two, uh, two is not 
playing great. I mean, he didn't have a terrible game, but he threw a couple bad picks. Uh, Matt Ryan thinking he can run. He had an awesome – did you watch this the play where he, he does like a hes- – he guy goes in front of him and then he fumbles really the next guy that tackles him. <laughs> it was horrible. Like Kyle Pitts is balling. Oh, I had to bring this up. I saw this around uh, the Tua thing because I don't – Flores didn't draft Tua. Do you know? No, yeah. I don't think – yeah, so – I don't think so. Like, everyone was shitting on, like, the um, Cardinals when they had Rosen, and they just – right away they drafted Kyler Murray. And it's like Miami could have done the same thing, got one of those guys last year, uh, like uh, Trey Lance or a Justin Fields or something. And they stuck – I guess they probably think Tua's your guy, but if I mean, Flores didn't like him and he's obviously not playing great. They could. Well, you think you almost think so, they could do the same. It's so hard to know too, because you just got done finding your offense coordinator, and like, you know, you're adding all these weapons in the off season. Just like, who knows? Like, two of my because he's like shown flashes of being, being yeah. a quarterback. Like even this game, I know it was against Falcons. Like he didn't play that bad, but he threw interceptions that ruined the game for him. And I mean, now everybody's like. Sean Watson needs to fucking come to Miami to save his team. Yeah, I know. I agree. I mean, yeah, but like you said, like, two, two, it was like he was there one year and then he got hurt. So it's like, you don't really know yet. But he's not like, he's not the problem with Miami right now, but he's like, not like the guy that's going to save them either. If that makes sense. But there's, they have a lot more problems, but he'd be well, like, if I put it into a perspective of like, let's say with you, with in the Bears, if your offense is like pulling in like fields and just flipping them with Dalton like the whole year, like what they were doing with Tua and mm-hmm. yeah, Patrick, yeah, and like the next year you wouldn't be like, oh, like we're not like Fields and our guy. Like, yeah, that's like you'd be like, we need our coaches out of there, and uh-huh. then like just give Fields the reins. Yeah, I know that that was the other side of it. I was. The only thing was if Flores really let, wanted him as his quarterback, that was the only thing I was kind of getting at because I don't know if yeah, – because he came in and it wasn't his pick, so right. that was all. We'll move into the next game, though. Um, the Panthers get fucking embarrassed by the Juvenile. Uh, Sam Darnold, he's a story of this game. He's just fucking terrible. I mean, it is really bad. Uh, he gave up a safety and his seventh pick in four games. And then Daniel Jones, more like Daniel Jonel Beckham Jr. He, <laughs> that catch he had was absolutely insane. Is by far the best catch in New York since Odell. No, it was awesome. I mean, Daniel Jones is actually playing pretty well for him. Like, he's kind of – he's not – he's winning these games. Obviously, he hasn't – he didn't play good, like, all year. But, like, he's doing it. And – same Darnold's terrible. Like Daniel Jones is a better quarterback than Darnold, and he got benched as he should. He's playing horrible. But in like like we said last week, like this is not the Jets thing. It's literally Darnold's just not a good quarterback. We kind of figured that out. But yeah, other than that, this game was fucking horrible, awful game. I had money on the Panthers winning money line, and they fucking weren't even close. No, yeah. Uh... Back to that catch show. I mean, that'll go down with Daniel Tyree or whatever. David oh, Tyree yeah. and like Mario Manningham on the sideline. It was, it was, <laughs> it was a great catch. Well, that's what Dan- Daniel Jones. Is- it's like, how can you be the fastest player in the, in the NFL and have the best hands but play quarterback? <laughs> no, like, Daniel Jones is like, he's athletic. Like, he's really athletic. Oh, yeah. Obviously, he's shown he- it. I think Daniel Jones, he's a sneaky football guy. Like, I swear, he's just a scrappy, like, fucking, yeah. maybe not the best at, like, anything, like, quarterback-wise. Uh-huh. But and the a- thing is, like, Daniel Jones, like, people talking about how Giants drafting a quarterback. I don't know if you want any of those rookies coming in over him. See, I don't, like, as a Steelers fan, we're kind of, like, banking on we need, we absolutely need a quarterback. For this, this next season, yeah, and I don't want this draft to be the one to pick from, especially since we won't have like a top five, top yeah. ten pick. Maybe. And we'll, I, we'll talk more about the draft as it gets closer. But like, when like you look at the top quarterback right now is like Ritter and Corral, kind of like Carson Strong. They probably would have been like the six, five, six, seven, kind of six, seven, eight in last year's draft. Yeah, I mean, that's. 
it's kind of hard just because there was five quarterbacks to win the first. Yeah, I know that's the thing. But so then, it's like, like you have people like Sam Howell, who is like supposed to either him or Aller is supposed to run away with the first pick, and now we're like watching them yeah. play. Couldn't be worse. Like it's yeah, fucking no terrible. We'll get into that as it gets closer, but right. But on the next game, we have uh, the Bengals tear the hearts out of Ravens betters. Um, it's time. Is it time to look at the Bengals as like an actual like playoff team? I mean, they're obviously like by far the most improved. And they're like hanging in with good teams and like the games they I mean they're beating bad teams. I don't know. They're playing really fucking good right now. I know the Ravens are banged up, but they've been banged up all year and the Ravens have been beating like people above their, you know, competition. So I don't know. Yeah, I know Bengals are good. Like I remember we like a couple podcasts ago, I was saying that they weren't. I'll admit that I was not high on them because they barely scraped by some bad teams, but no, they're a good team for sure. Burrow is playing really well. He, he doesn't make many mistakes. Like, his mistakes that he makes, like, picks are, like, not bad interceptions. So, that's always good, especially how young he is. I saw that, though. He, like, there – I saw, like, an article. They're saying how, like, his touchdown interception rate, though, is, like, the only thing that yeah. is, like, a question mark about this team because he is at eight picks right now. He's nails in the red zone, though. Like, do you see – I don't know. It was, like – I don't think, I think that was like his first. I don't even know if that was in the red zone that he threw that pick. Like he's thrown, he hasn't like thrown a pick, maybe one in the red zone. Like his whole career, he's been nails, and he does the job. Like he's a good quarterback, and right. I kind of bashed on him. I never really wanted to say he was bad quarterback. As our argument, me and you, was just that he's not as good as Herbert, and I don't, I still don't think he is. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that's tough to compare a guy to him, though. Yeah, I know. Like no, well, out of the draft, remember we were talking about right, that right. with Jack. Yeah, but yeah, that's all I got. I mean, Ravens just they had it. They're right there. They're up seventeen, thirteen or seventeen fourteen, something like that. I can't remember. And they just kind of Bengals kind of ran away with it. But yeah, Jamar Chase, unreal. Joe Burrow, unreal. Like they're playing, their defense playing really good too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. <laughs> I mean, you, I think we hit on everything. But uh, we'll move it on to the next game. Another blowout. Uh, the Chiefs get bent over by the Titans. Uh, the Titans, I guess, they're back. I mean, they just beat the Bills, and now they beat the Chiefs. Um, Derrick Henry didn't even really have, like, that big of a game this week, but he did play better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes did this week with that fucking touchdown pass he had. That was an awesome play call. No, that was, that was awesome. But then, oh, what was it? Fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. But Mahomes, like, people are going to keep thinking, like, oh, he'll be fine, he'll be fine. I don't – he's got to figure it out. I don't think – we can even say that anymore. Like, he's not playing good. He needs to do something. I don't know. I think that's a heavy overreaction. I mean. I don't think he's done it the last how many weeks. I know. I get he's it. Still, like, don't get me wrong. He's still. I feel like if you looked at, like, Tom Brady's career, it's not, like, all sunshine lollipops, too. No, like, that, that's what I'm saying. I said, don't get me wrong. He's still a top three quarterback. But this year, like, we can't just be, like, oh, no, yeah. Chiefs will figure it out. Mahomes will figure it out. Like, no, he needs to. The problem with him is he's trying to be – he's still doing all those, like, crazy throws. It's like – too much, yeah. Don't try to do – because he's still doing it. Like, when he's falling down, getting sacked, where he tries to throw, make a play, it's like, just take the sack, um, sit in the pocket, throw, like, just play like a quarterback. I mean, obviously, that's not what he does, but – and I don't really know. I shouldn't be criticizing him. I don't fucking play quarterback, but it just seems like he's just trying to do too much. Like, a take that I heard was, like um... – you have like just elite coaches, but it's so hard to like coach Mahomes just because a lot of shit he does is you know off the cuff, like just yeah. uncoachable. And yeah, and it's like maybe Mahomes should just like buckle down and be you know just a normal like I mean just kind yeah. of like normal down. But then you think about it, and you're like, that's the whole like thing about the cheat like yeah that's not him at any point if like their explosive shit's quick and they beat anybody by fucking 14 so yeah i mean obviously yeah. their defense is shit right now too but and like i'd say half of his picks are not necessarily his fault but a lot of them are still yeah, yeah. some of them are like tipped off wide receivers but a lot of them are just bad i don't think it helps either with all that fucking drama around them that yeah, he no got shit. Like, their defense, their defense need to play a lot better, like you said too. But yeah, he'll he'll figure it out. Like 
Yeah. Eventually, I, I know he will. It's just right now he needs to buckle down and. Well, that's the thing, too. Like, it's still, like, we're, I mean, we're close to the halfway point. I just feel like the Chiefs could flip a switch at any point and, you know, just start. Yeah, and just, like, basically just, like, win out. Like, they could easily do that. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, last thing on this game, uh, Ryan Tannehill is Michael Jordan. I mean, it's a pretty interesting (laughs) quarterback choice. But, yeah, good job, Ryan, lately. But, anyway... Um, our third blowout in a row. We have the Jets versus the Patriots. Uh, the Patriots put up a 50-burger on the Jets. Um, they took down them Jets quicker than you can say Bin Laden. Um, <laughs> the, the Pats only punted once this whole game. Uh, Zach Wilson goes down, and he comes there comes in Mike White, the most exotic name of all time. And, yeah, I mean, it didn't look good for him either. I I mean, all I got to say is Mac Jones is infinity and beyond better than the rest of the rookie quarterbacks so far. Yeah, no, he's definitely playing the best of all of them. That's not even a fucking question. And who would have thought that Pats would cover a 42-point spread by or over-under by themselves this year? No, exactly. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucking nuts. Yeah, like, like, Mac is playing the best right now. Obviously, he's is in the best position, but he's – running with it so like you can't knock him for that right yeah i mean and it's not like he's got these insane weapons on offense yeah yeah he doesn't he's just got a good old line and good coach and a good defense and he's winning games with it because yeah he's in the best position there's no doubt about that but he's still playing good so you can't knock him for it right but anyway um we'll keep removing Football team comes to Lambeau. Uh, Packers beat the football team. Uh, I mean, A-Rod and Tay Adams are clicking, and that's fucking terrifying. And then the other thing, oh, the Packers had four red zone stops against the football team. Like, if you're the football team, you have to fucking score when you're in the red zone, and for four times, you can't get it done. And then they have a kicker named Blewett, and I mean, the football team lately have just been so confusing what they're doing in their front office. And I swear they're just doing the dumbest shit ever just to disguise, like, the fucked up shit they're doing in the background. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, the Packers took care of them at home. The, like, literally, it was funny because Washington was, like, a touch. They, what did you say, four trips to the red zone? Yeah. And two of them were, like, on, like, the two-yard line, one two-yard line. And it's like they were literally a touchdown away from covering this game too, which is crazy. They should they had no business being in this game. They could have won this game if they would have converted on like half of those. But they couldn't. And Packers I mean, they're just gonna Packers are gonna be the Packers and they're gonna beat at the end of the day, which they did. Yeah, I took the Packers spread in this game on uh like last Saturday's show. And um when I was watching the games on my ride home from like where I was watching the games at, I was listening to our podcast, see if uh, my picks were right. And I like thought for sure I didn't hit on that Packers football team game, but I did. I mean, it's yeah, just, they shouldn't have, I know and <laughs> I figured they didn't, but uh, next game we have, this game was fucking hilarious. Uh, Rams versus lions. Uh, <laughs> the Rams take the lions at home when Stafford was allowed to touch the ball. Like, <laughs> Once Stafford got the ball, the game is over. But the Lions went up by 10 before the Rams even touched. Yeah, I mean, it's before. Like, that just makes no sense. They, I mean, what did they even do? I forget. Like, Dan Campbell, he knew he had to be the great Houdini on play calls. But it didn't matter. Like, the Rams fucking took care of him. No, it was awesome because we're watching the game and they score on the first try. I was like, all right. And all of a sudden, they get the ball back. They, they onside kicks like like right away, and you see Stafford on the sideline. It was like six six seven minutes left in the first quarter, and he hasn't even got on the field yet. And it's like they're obviously still going to kill these guys, and they did. It's like it was only a matter of time until the Rams started scoring and get once they got the ball. Like you said, it was over. Yeah, like what they run like two fake punts and onside kick. Yeah, and a bunch of crazy shit. Yeah, I mean, if I was like McVeigh and Stafford on the sideline, I'd it would kill me not to start laughing. It's like, <laughs> you guys have to do literally everything they can do to stop us. Oh, for real. That's fucking hilarious. 
the next game we have uh, Cry Eagles Cry. I mean, they, I, I think the Eagles we can officially like count them in as like a bad football team, but uh, the Raiders are just playing like inspired ball right now, and they're. I mean, that's it. Yeah, who'd have thought Raiders would be at top of their division really at this point? If they are the bottom. I mean, what? maybe love Broncos, but still, like, yeah, no, yeah, it's like them and the Broncos are kind of like a toss up, and here they are winning it, like, and especially after Gruden went out, everyone's like, oh, they're gonna be, they're done. They already lost a couple before he was gone, and they're rolling through all these guys. But this game, Eagles are so good at like backdoor covers. They didn't cover this one, but like they almost did. Like they always come back at the end of the games, and I love it because I have Jalen Hurts for fantasy, and he'll be of like ten points. With like half of the fourth quarter left, and it'll end with like twenty five. I don't know how they do it, but they just come back. It's way too late though, and I don't even know. They're not a good team, like you said though. That's really all that it comes down to. Well, last week I had in my notes like of the betting portion. I mean, like on Saturday's episode, I had in my notes. I'm like, well, fuck. The Eagles are five and one against the spread, and I'm like, well, I'm still gonna take the Raiders just because I thought they were a better team. But I'm like, that's kind of scary. Like the Eagles that <laughs> when the fourth quarter hits and you're covering, like just cross your fingers. No, uh, you bet against them. It's like, oh fuck, they're coming, they're storming back, and might get a back door here. Yeah, we'll keep her moving. The Bears played the Bucks. The Bucks. I mean, it's just the ugliest game ever. I mean, the Bucks made rugs out of the Bears this Sunday. Um, I mean, I was scared about Justin Fields making you guys happier than me, but now I don't think I really have to worry, like, too much. <laughs> it's just, like, I don't know. It's it's pretty fucking bad. This game was fucking horrible. I like It probably it like couldn't be worse, almost. Like, you had a I, courtesy field goal. Literally. That's it. I, so, every time we, like, had a chance in the red zone, obviously we were still getting killed. We turned it over. But Fields' interceptions aren't really – like, they're not bad interceptions because the one I remember hearing – or Fields said after the game, he goes, I heard – he scrambled, snapped it quick, scrambled, through like, falling down through a deep ball in his pick, and he said after the game that he heard them telling him that there was 12 men on the field. Snap it quick, there's 12 men on the field. So he did, scrambles, thinks he has a free play, pick. Like, I don't know if that's true, but Fields said it after the game. And then another one was off Mooney's hands. But if you're the Bears – they like I don't think there's really any denying this. Not every team, like just about every team in the league, they have the talent like on defense and like kind of offense to kind of hang with everybody or almost everybody in the league, but they just suck. Yeah. Like they need to start trading all these like older guys we have and get some draft picks to help fields out for the future. And if we don't like trade like A Rob's playing horrible, even like Max almost his contract's almost up. Uh, Hicks, even even though Hicks is really good for us, but like they're getting old, it's like trade them, get some fucking picks, help Fields out in the future. Because if you don't, you obviously do not care about him, and he's just going to be another Bears quarterback. Yeah, I mean it. Like I feel like the Bears and the Steelers. I mean they're pretty much in the same spot where like you have a shit ton of talent everywhere, and you have like good pieces like kind of build around, but then. Like, well, obviously, our quarterback situation, like, we're in completely yeah. different situations, but it's still, like, a bad one either way. And yeah. I don't know, like, it's just shit that needs to happen. Where I guess your guys' like coaching staff is completely different, too. But, like, obviously, our office coordinator is fucking blind and <laughs> rides like, a wheelchair. But... Yeah. We need to start shipping out our vets, our veteran pieces, getting rid of them, Tap, ten, like, be a bad team for a couple years, like, a really bad team. Like, it's going to have to happen and get some picks, get some guys around fields, help him out a bit. But I guess I, our coaching is terrible right now. We got to figure it out. But it fields going down the same path as everyone else if we just keep the team together. I'm just going to bring this up quick because the Steelers didn't have a game this week and I like got to talk about them anyway. But I honestly feel like, well, like our young core, like we have a core of like pretty young guys. I mean, the only two defense players who like play a lot who are like kind of bad. I mean, not bad, but like old are Cam Hayward and Joe Hayden. And I feel like we can probably replace them because, like, I don't know, we yeah have like a lot of people in other places. But um, I've, I'm saying like right now, if we had Mac Jones, we're like 
probably right there. Yeah, you're a good team. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, that's just how it is right now. But I do – the Bears are 2-0 and against the top two teams in the AFC. The what? Top two seeds in the AFC, the Bears are 2-0 and against them. <laughs> Raiders and Bengals. So, I, I don't know. But I, Fields is not playing good. Like, we got – I mean, I have his stats right here. I'm going to read them off quick. In seven games played, he has 800 yards, two touchdowns, six picks, 57% completion percentage, and a 61.8 QBR. Yeah, and a lot of it isn't his fault. Like, it's just we just are not helping him at all. Like, Dan Orlovsky went off on it. It's like, Fields, he's not a bad player. Like, he's a competent quarterback. It's like, you just, Bears just don't know how to fucking help him. Like, they don't even care about him. It seems like it's just like hard for me because the Dolphins, Falcons, and Eagles all were competitive with the Bucks this season. Well, you guys just got fucking shit. So, I mean, I had I picked the spread of like 12 and a half, and after the first quarter, I was just like chuckling to myself because I'm like, of course, Luke, <laughs> Luke faded me. And then Jack had the under. Well, I didn't fade you, hit. I'm taking the Bears every week. Like, Jack had the under, and it still hit. And the Bucks won by what 35. Yeah. Like, no, but, <laughs> did you watch like the game at all? I mean, I like we had on, red zone on. So yeah, it was on red. So I was like watching. It's like every fucking time the bear, the bears could not get a yard because they would just blitz everybody, and Fields just isn't like mature enough and like a court like to hit a guy right away. They're just on him right away, and we we're throwing little five yard passes that are getting like tipped around because. We're not even, like, running the route fully yet. It was just awful. We could not do a thing on offense other than run the ball, which is surprising against this team. <laughs> it was hor- It was the worst thing to ever watch. I thought yeah, you think you'd throw the ball against the box, but there are, like, secondary issues. But... <laughs> yeah. Well, that's how I said that. And be like, yeah. oh, yeah, you're playing the Bucks wing. They're secondary fucking dog shit. Like, they're they're all banged up. They're horrible. It I, We could have lost 60 to nothing easily. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, anyway, we'll, we'll move on from this pain from Luke. But uh, the next game we have, the Cardinals destroy the Texans. The Cardinals, they have better Texans players than the fucking Texans do. I mean, <laughs> D-Hop and J.J. Watt, you know, they both got game balls in an in-game. And, yeah. You know, the Cardinals just beat the shit out of them. That's as simple as it is. That's the funniest thing. They both get game balls after the game. Like, Kingsbury's like, yeah, you know, two Texans guys, you guys get game balls after absolute shit stopping your old team. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's just doubly embarrassing for them. They're, they're lucky they weren't at home. Houston with um, Davis Mills, that they're horrible. They might be one of the worst teams I've ever seen play football. No, it sucks, too, because at the beginning of the year when they had Tyrod, it's like, oh, shit, you know. Like, well, it, <laughs> Yeah, because I said I was like at the beginning, they're like they can hang with, they can hang with probably anybody really, like be right in the game. It would be like a Lions type team where like random weeks they'll hang with teams. Yeah, another week to get. Yeah, and they get built. Yeah, but they just they're fucked. They have no hope. Well, what is that like four games now? They haven't scored above ten. Like that's Uh, why when I saw that. Yeah, I was was, just looking at it. That spread was seventeen and a half, and I'm like, I still think they're gonna fucking cover here. I mean, it's. And they, yeah, because they hit, I'm looking at right now, they had five this week, three last week. Almost beat the Patriots somehow. Then they got oh, yeah, shut out by the, Bay. what, yeah, didn't, what, uh, Tyra got hurt against Cleveland, didn't he? Uh, yeah, well, so. Okay. I mean, week since, two or three, I don't know. Since Davis Mills has been like the starter, they have had nine, zero, 22, three, five. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's completely ridiculous. But um, this next game we have, Carrie Underwood's game, um, it, like, wasn't a bad game. A, a lot of people were talking about the Colts, like, oh, Carson Wentz in the rain or whatever, you know. Like, I'm sure you've heard plenty of it. But yep. all this game was, it was like, if you had fantasy players in this game, like, it was a pretty good game. I mean, Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman, Elijah Mitchell, and Debo, they all, like, played good. But uh, maybe that's all I have to say about this game because – the only reason why I watched it was because I had people in fantasy here. So, yeah, I watched like a little bit of it. It was, it was just a shit show. It was like fumble after fumble. It was so fucking crazy. Like basically, whoever like 
end up get, I don't know how the Colts decide they like pulled away really at the end. This over under looked like it was squashed, I thought. Kind of start the year to start the game, but well, yeah, me too because I had the over and I didn't know it was gonna rain like a fucking idiot. But then it's like still forty four point over under. Then when I woke up the next day, I'm like, oh sweet, like I hit. Like, it was <laughs> yeah, great. it was the sloppiest game ever. It was just like fumble after fumble, like bad snaps. It was just awful, and somehow they still put up thirty. No, exactly. Yeah, I didn't really get that either. At just weird game. But, um, yeah, then the last game, Thursday night, I was at uh, Red Robin with my family this game. I didn't really – I barely got to watch it because I had to crank my neck 180 degrees to look at it like an owl. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I took this game as my farm game with the Broncos because, um, like, the whole entire Browns team was in the IR. Well, I had, a lot of them ended up playing, but fucking never bet against Case Keenum. And <laughs> to – to Ernest earned himself a dub. So, uh, yeah, great story, great player. But the Broncos are fucking frauds. They're terrible. And they got a – this week, I will get into it, but they play. It's going to be a battle of fucking two teams that are shit. Like, what – I mean, what is it now? Four weeks in a – three weeks in a row that yeah, Teddy no, they hasn't were, covered yet? Yeah, they were 3-0, and I think they've been favored in, like, almost all, all of them after that. Yeah. They have not played good teams. They played the Steelers, the Hurt Browns, and then, I don't know, I think the Raiders. Um, the Raiders, the week, Gruden went out. I pulled up. Yeah, I mean, still, it's the Broncos are fraud. They well, they started off. Start Drew Locke. They beat the Giants, the Jags, and the Jets. No, exactly. Yeah, I knew their that's... first games were terrible, but then the rest of their schedule so far hasn't even been that. Yeah. Well, that's four wins between those three teams and then they played the uh ravens steelers raiders browns yeah it's it's fucking bad yeah they're horrible i mean like you name the wait did you say they play the ravens they played the ravens didn't they play them close or something kind of it was like it was like ended up being like 24 7 i yeah, just forgot about it but... Ravens banged up. And they were that was the week they had nobody healthy. Yeah, they're they're frauds. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think that wraps up week seven of NFL football. I don't know if you have anything else to bring up. No, I got nothing. Yeah, we'll move into NCAA week nine though, or week eight, whatever. Week eight. But uh yeah. so or no, right before this, I kinda wanna bring some other stuff up. Uh, fan fight of the week. I brought up a fan fight last week. I kind of want to keep this going because fan fights have been going like nuts this year, probably because it's first year back from, you know, quarantine or whatever. But uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning, <laughs> a husband and wife get in a tag team match and the husband holds this guy down, like kind of like almost pulling his jersey over his head and then his wife just feed him fucking uppercut. <laughs> and then next thing you know, this like macho man type dude. I don't know if the if he worked for the Tampa Bay Lightning, but he was ginormous. And he like pulls everybody apart. And see this like woman, no offense to women, but she's feeding them like soft uppercuts. But then they show this guy's face and he is destroyed, just bleeding everywhere. Like it looks like he's crying. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. like, all the fight was was his wife just getting three shots at this guy's face. It was, it's great. I mean, um, if you haven't seen it, you look it up. But I definitely uh, encourage you to. I'm going to have to watch that. If if you're, like, married to some girl and she's, like, beating the fuck out of some guy with you, I would not like that. No, I know. It's, it's almost like she's, like, I don't, not that she could kick your ass, but it's, like, why the fuck are you – Fighting, I don't, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know. Fight start. Like I, I like talk a lot of shit as a person, and I've never been in a fight. I don't think. Well, like same. That I started swinging. Yeah. But like, well, yeah, same with you. You kind of get some chirping going. When you had a few, but it's yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know how these fights start, but uh, oh. I guess we've not been on like at a, at a game though and done it because people get kind of heat at those games. Like motions are flying around because you got your favorite team and shit. Well, yeah, and you get some liquid liquid courage in you. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing, too. These fans had uh, glass seats, 
So, you know, there's probably some type of chirping going on oh, like, yeah. no matter what. And, you know, it's <laughs> – but, uh, yeah, so, like, a couple weeks ago, if you guys remember, I had a college flag of the week, and I forgot to say one last week. But the one from last week, the only one I saw that was, like, worth mentioning is this shitty college, like, slate – um, I was in you and I, it was parents weekend and the sign said, thank you moms for creating your daughters. So that was pretty good. That's but then uh, the sign from this week, it's from Tennessee or Alabama. The sign says the last time Tennessee beat Bama, your mom was a virgin. I'm like that's, that's actually <laughs> probably factually correct. So, I love that. That's supposed to be like a rival too. And it's, they just gonna get shit summed over here. Exactly. But anyway, we'll move into college uh, college football. Um, Illinois beats number seven Penn State in nine overtimes. Welcome to Big Ten football. And this didn't even hit the over. You'd think, no. oh, nine overtimes? They've had a combined 100 points. Nope. <laughs> it's, what, we have what, a, was it 19 to 17? Like, that's 20 to 18 is the final. Okay, 20. Yeah, it's, that's um, fucking Well, yeah, that uh, LSU game went to seven overtimes, and it was like 74. Five to seventy-three or something like that. Exactly. Yeah, but this one, I was literally I was watching it. We turned it on because we're like, this is fucking awesome. They changed the rules for overtime, and I it's so fucking cool because you get one shot, two point conversion, one shot. That's it. Wait, that's the rule? No, they changed it. Any so the first overtime and the second overtime, I think is like normal. Oh, the first one's normal. The second one is got to go for two after you score. And I don't know if the third one, third one, I think you go right into um, two point conversions. That's it. You have one shot. And they missed nine. On a two point conversion. And they missed third, third overtime, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. All were scoreless. If you go on CBS and look at that box. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. They're trying to cram all them overtimes in there. It's hilarious. Three through seven was zeros. Tied in the eighth, two two, and then the ninth one is two nothing. It was fucking hilarious watching it. Uh, we're like watching. We're like, I don't know if I really like this or really hate it. How it's just a two point conversion. But it's kind of cool because you have one fucking shot. Well, it sucks that it had to be these two teams in this overtime situation because, like, I mean, yeah. if it was like two really good teams with like electric offenses, that would be yeah. Really good. And but we were like. Imagine if Georgia came down to a game like this, they would fucking destroy with their front like seven or whatever. Yeah, it would, exactly. Oh, they and they switch. What's crazy is they switch like sides of the field too. Like that so, seems like a lot of dicking around. They'll stay on the one side, obviously for both teams, and they switch. It's like why the fuck do you not just leave? Literally, what I, we suggested leave the offense and defense on one end, and then the other offense and defense on the other end, and just like watch. Be okay. But yeah, um, hey Penn State, where's Sean Clifford to save you in this one, you fucking idiots. Anyway, yeah, I was like I don't even want to fucking hear it anymore. Exactly. But uh so Kansas <laughs> they go up early on Oklahoma and they still keep on so it's a hilarious story. It's ten zero at half. I'm like in my bedroom. And I just look at the score. I'm like, all right, shit, I better watch this. I go out there. Then I start getting alerts on my phone. It's like Kansas doors are open. Like anybody, ticket or not, you can come in. And they still didn't pack the stands. But then, I mean, what's his nuts? Williams, just what Caleb Williams, he ended up just making plays in one of the game. If Rattler plays this game, they do not win. Like it's like the plays that Williams was making is just like they, just instinctive plays. They, you gotta make them. Yeah, so I live bet at halftime, eight and a half. Oklahoma, I'm like, they're going to fucking kill him. Right. And we're watching it. Caleb Williams gets that breakaway literally on fourth down, fourth and, like, short. You think he's stuffed. He ends up scoring, in like, a 60-yard touchdown. And then um, – and then fuck – and then it was the craziest part, fourth down on the 50-yard line, literally, like, under a minute, two minutes, something like that. Let me see when they scored. It was – they – did you like see the end where he gets stuffed and then Caleb Williams grabs the ball out of his running back's hands yep. and gets the first down? Yep. They should have lost. That's what I'm been saying. Tough. It's like just the instinctive plays where it's like if Rowley game, he fucking loses it. And then there was like 
no time left. It was literally kneel the ball and it was over. And they're on like the two, four, two, three yard line, something like that. And they run it in. Otherwise, I wouldn't have. It was fucking awesome. Like, it was I mean, unbelievable. correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't before the game the spread at 38? Yeah, 38. Beast had uh, Oklahoma minus 38. <laughs> of course he did. Wasn't even close. Holy shit. That live bet eight and a half. I got so fucking lucky with it, with that touchdown late. But yeah, I mean, to pretty much sum up the weekend, I mean, all right, so I'll name off the upsets. We had number seven, Penn State, number 14, Coastal Carolina, number eight, Oklahoma State, number 18, NC State, and number 25, Purdue, all lost to ranked opponents. Um, yeah, I mean, if you look at it on paper, it seems like a pretty good week college football, but it's just none of these games are, I don't think, were even that good. So it was a horrible slate. Yeah. But this week, we got a fire one. Um, we're going to be talking about that before our uh, podcast. Or we're going to be talking about that on our podcast. That'll drop Saturday. Um, but, yeah, I think that sums up college football, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's all I got. Uh, we'll move into MLB. Uh, the Dodgers are playing the Brit- – or not the Dodgers. Fuck. The, um, or you take it away. You're the MLB guy. Yeah, I don't know where you're going with Absolutely. it. Did we already, did we already talk about the – no, we didn't talk about the Braves. We did not. I was, I was at the uh, we're so we like we're at our house watching on Saturday, then we go to the bar. We we're gonna go to Hazards, but we're like, ah, oh, we'll, let's just go to Rock, watch the end of the game. I'm sitting there watching the game. This guy comes over and he's just cheering so fucking loud for the Braves. He goes, "I bet these guys at the beginning of the uh, season to win the World Series." This guy was kind of weird too. Like his, I don't know, and. He starts getting the, they win, and he starts getting the tomahawk chop going. And he was like the only one in the bar doing it, walking around. It was fucking hilarious. Oh, down with him. It was so funny. I was just sitting there laughing my ass off, and he's like the only one doing it. But yeah, they fucking, I wanted them to win so bad because I had them at the beginning of the year, and I like the Braves. They're a fun team. But Rosario, I'm rooting for him. Obviously, Twins guy, got rid of him. He's killing it. And yeah, this is gonna be awesome. Series, though I think Braves uh Astros yeah like I've been watching a lot of baseball but I swear every time I watch the Braves just Rosario's been going off like I watched that game where he almost had the cycle but instead of well he had a dinger and then yeah he's just, been like yeah. four four hundred something in the I don't know if it was that series or postseason or something it's crazy yeah yeah I mean the last game of that series I watched it at the bar too um they just watching that game. Nobody else around me is sports fans. They just had it on. But I'm like, oh, shit, like the Braves are actually going to the World Series. But um, to move on to the Houston Astros versus um, Red Sox series. So when we were at the bar uh, on Saturday, we were all there. And, um, <laughs> like, Eat Pan Easter, shout out to him, like probably the biggest Red, so- Red Sox fan I know. I show up. And I see, like, one of the guys we know from you and I, and I go up and talk to him, and he's, like, really good friends with Easter. And uh, Easter walks in, just, like, all happy and stuff, like, saying hi to everybody. And they have on the TV the Astros, like, celebrating on the field that they're going to the World Series. And I say to Achenbach, like, his friend, I'm like, oh, shit, he doesn't know yet. And I'm like, let's just watch him and see what happens if he looks up at the TV. Easter looks up at the TV and just piss pounds a bar stool. And he just turns and he goes, Oh, sorry. And then he turns back around and he starts cussing his head off. It was, I think I felt really bad, but it was quite hilarious. I didn't even know that. That's fucking so, that's so funny. But yeah. He, he snapped me Saturday. He goes, I fucking told you the Braves are going to the world or winning the World Series. I'm like, dude, I said that too at the beginning of the year. I'm like, let's fucking ride. He goes, fuck yeah. That's right. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, Braves versus uh, Astros. I really hope the Braves win this, but uh, it kind of yeah. sucks because I, I want like want to see Acuna in this. And, uh, like, obviously, Soler, too. Yeah. Right? He's been hot. Who? Soler. Yeah, he comes in every once. He, like, pinch hits every once in a while. Okay, mm. I thought – or he was hurt for a while, wasn't he, throughout the playoffs? Yeah, early in the playoffs. Oh, okay, he's back already. Fuck, my bad. I think so. But uh, he hasn't been like an everyday starter. Moving to NBA. Um, 
I have in my notes. I made these notes like two days ago, but are the Bulls and Wolves are still undefeated, right? Uh, Timberwolves lost last night. Okay, shit. Well, anyway, I mean, it's a pretty good start to the season. I think both teams, like, look pretty good. They have a lot of talent on the roster, so, I mean, I like how the way they're going. Yeah, Bulls are killing it. I, Lonzo is such a big ad for them. Oh, it's huge. He uh, is playing so good. Well, then, obviously, we were talking about this last week, too, but, like, the addition of Caruso is huge. I don't think Kobe White's even playing, right? No, he hasn't. No, he hasn't been. But I thought, but um, yeah, I mean, just like another NBA stuff, like PJ Thirteen's dropping like thirty-five game. That's kind of he's nuts. killing it. Then uh, like Devin Booker's getting a taste of the Kardashian curse. Like he's been playing like pretty bad, and he, he even had Kendall set up Kendall Jenner sit courtside, and like that's <laughs> look if you're an NBA player, do not do not bring Kardashians around you. No shit. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the thing for the Timberwolves though, big thing is Anthony Edwards just playing out of his mind. Yeah, it was twenty five this year, and him and Towns are both averaging I think twenty five each, or maybe it's they're playing so good. Um, Rubio's has or not Rubio, uh, Delo has his games, but got a good two. So if we can just kind of work around that, I think they'll be a good team. Yeah, um, I also wanted to talk a little bit about the Lakers. I feel like. They're going to obviously have, like, a lot of hiccups this year. But when you watch games like the one where Carmelo Anthony went to, like, sixth on the all-time scoring chart, when he's just raining threes from everywhere, when you watch games like that and, like, all the whole teams, like, involved just, like, going nuts. Like, obviously, like, all pretty much all of them are all, like, great friends with each other. Like, that's just, just electric. I feel like the Lakers, I mean, it's just depending on the day. Like, I, like they could obviously just – pop off at any moment and I think once they get on a roll like they're going to be nearly unstoppable just with how much like chemistry they have and everything it's just hard to see them I, like like I said before they're going to have like bad stretches but like on their hot ones they're going to be unbelievably dangerous yeah I'm kind of looking at their stats right now I just looked up Melo I love Kermit and he's going to be he's coming off the bench for him like he's such a spark off the bench like he's just a scorer well and when he's hot he's unstoppable exactly and and off the bench, a guy that can score like that is huge for any team. But like other than that, they're kind of they're not very deep at all. Right. But I mean, when you got a core, when you got like a starter with LeBron and AD, and Westbrook obviously can hold his own with. He might not score, but he can do it everything. He can do everything else. And Mel off the bench with that kind of scoring, they're going to be good. They'll figure it out for sure. I mean, LeBron always they always figure it out with LeBron. So. Yeah, I mean, obviously, just, like, injuries are just, like, the biggest thing for them right now. I feel like any, as long as they just keep yeah. the chemistry. And then they're going to have to figure out, like, a situation with just their shooters. But Yeah. They lost to the Suns, and, like, I saw some of the guys, they're like, that we just played the Suns in the postseason, and they, they were younger than us. They just ran all over us. So let's get older and slower. And it's like they literally did the Lakers did. Yeah. They're not. That is that is a knock. I don't know if they're gonna be able to keep up with some of these young teams, but last well, bring up about the NBA though, the Hornets, they're a fun team to watch. I they mean Lamella Ball's obviously insane, and then Miles Bridges just got uh player of the week, something like that, like Eastern Conference player of the week yeah. for the first week. I mean, I know it's first week, but still that's well, interesting team. Well then you got the announcers too, it just adds to uh, it. Yeah gonna bring that up i forgot about that yeah they're back it's i fucking love it there's nothing better than a hornet's home game <laughs> but uh yeah i mean i think that wraps up everything in sports i mean unless you have anything i not enough time my head now yeah we have our thursday pick though for nfl um because this we won't have another episode until saturday uh our Thursday night game we finally are getting like a pretty solid thursday night game Packers are taking on the Cardinals in Arizona. Arizona's favored by seven, and the over-under is 50 and a half. Um, see what I took here. I took Packers versus Cardinals. I'm going to take over 51. Uh, I think both teams could win this game. The Cards are blowing out good teams, and in primetime, I like Aaron Rodgers. Um, I like love, I love lots of points. Thursday night football um, should be a great game. I like I actually I like the under. I just think Packers they're literally missing everybody. So I think when you have Rodgers, what'd you say? Are they? 
They like uh, Tay's out with COVID. He might play though. If he if he tests positive or negative, I think today or something he can play. But Lazard's out too, so like they don't have any receivers. Is what I'm saying. But Tay might play. There's not not for sure yet. I still like the under. I think the Packers can can control this game. If you have Rodgers under center, he can control any game he wants. And you don't. I don't care who you are. You don't want to get a shootout in a shootout with this team, this Cardinals team. No, yeah. I mean, if uh, if what was he gonna say? Fuck. Okay. If them guys are playing, then I'll take. I'll stick with the over. But if they're not playing, then um. I'll go cards minus six. Okay. I think if Aaron Rodgers doesn't have anybody to throw to, he already hates his targets apparently. Yeah. It yeah. should come out soon. I don't know. That's my brother my brother has Devontae Adams on his fans team and he told me that he could, said he might play if he tests negative here in the, like today or tomorrow. Yeah. But yeah. And obviously like COVID affects everybody different. I doubt it's like Big time if he's yeah. gonna be back ready. So exactly. So I don't know. We'll see. It's kind of weird, but all righty. Well, uh, that wraps up today's episode. I'm um, tune in on Saturday. I'll try to have it the episode out at a better time. But you know, weekends get. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. This kid is a He's a Let him go, it's time. Let him play. 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 Let him play.